Good Thursday evening, everyone. Another great episode here, the Con Hour, and it's nine days for Christmas. I hope y'all are ready for that. I know I am, finally. Got all the presents wrapped. I actually have a little fiberglass tree here and all the presents around it. I'm not going to turn the computer. You'll see what a mess this room is. But I have to say, been looking forward to the day, and of course, might have an episode next week, but we are here with Nathan Colt Young, a great singer. I've actually gone to his website and listened to a few of his songs, which I have to say are pretty amazing, especially if you like the old school country. But one thing that I did do is I looked up a little bit of your bio, and you've actually been doing this since you've been nine years old. Well, actually, about... Uh... Almost, a little bit earlier than that, it started when I was actually three or four years old, very young. And uh, it all started with uh, the movie Pure Country with George Strait. I remember when that came out. That was actually a pretty good movie. And it, it, it described a lot of the scenes of how a lot of the country has gone towards the lights and the shows instead of just being about the music, which I think should be about the music, which is more or less your, at least the radio hears, in my opinion. Yeah, they still have their little shows and all, but. I agree. Definitely, definitely something to look forward to. Uh, tell us a little bit about growing up and singing. I mean, did you have the ear for the music? Did it come naturally? Did the lessons, all the good stuff about it. Well, it it kind of came naturally, like like I said, when I saw the movie Pure Country with George Strait, you know, it was the first time I ever heard of him. I didn't know back then, I didn't know he was a actual country singer. And all I can remember as a kid was sitting in front of the TV with a little toy guitar singing to every one of his songs that he did on in that movie. And um and then after that I just started kind of imitating other people in movies, you know, being somebody else instead of myself. And I was high energy, always loved to entertain people, either be singing or dancing or do a kind of a movie routine, you know, from a scene from a movie for my parents or my aunts or uncles or, or my friends or anybody who wanted to see what I can do. And I still do it to this day. And I'm going to keep on doing it until they put me in the ground. <laughs> nice. Now, do you, I know you've been going around Texas. Do you go around the other states as well? Or are you just sticking with Texas right now? Or Well, right for right now, I'm still here. In, I'm still here in Texas. And I, Probably in the future, I could see myself, you know, going out there in other states, and I would love to. And but for right now, I'm still here in Texas, you know, from just about all over the state. Now, one of the things I wanted to ask is the your website is just your name.com, correct? That way, if people wanted to go and look, yes, sir. Um, you can go 
and check out everything on my website it was nathancoltyoung.com and everything that you need to know is on there from where I will be playing to my batch story and what kind of music music that I play and also uh, the list of people who influenced me and being part of this business and George Strait is one of them you know I I give it all to George Strait because he's the one who got me started you know picking up a guitar start singing and just playing with music and you was asking earlier about how did I started playing music and you said something about using my ears and, and that's actually true it's actually a true story my ears were my greatest tool growing up like if I heard a song or a piece of music from either uh, either a show or a movie or anything that was on TV, I go over to the piano and I would copy it with nice. no or anything and and I believe I could still play Furley Beethoven's Furley's on the piano. <laughs> I I know I couldn't, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Now, well, with it, with, well, uh, I'm sure if I had the notes in front of me, I could probably do it little by little and then eventually get there. I used to do dabble a little bit with the piano and guitar and fiddle. Dabble. not Everybody learns something new about me a little each day. And I know Amy and CJ had no idea that I actually did any of that. <laughs> <laughs> so they're probably going to be watching this saying, Oh my God, really? <laughs> well, that's how it all starts. It starts with a dabble, and the more you dabble, the better you get at it. You know. This is very true. Now, do you also write your own music? Yes, sir, I do. That's you know, got to be somewhat difficult, because, I mean, you have to have the words, you have to have the music, and you have to combine it. Can you explain a little bit about that process? Well, mostly, it's a little bit of both. You know, if I'm hear hear something, I say I'm picking around on my guitar, and I play and I play a melody, and I never heard of before, and I play it a little more, and I say, "Hmm, that sounds really interesting." And sometimes I put the music first, and then the lyrics. And other songs, it's the opposite. I do the lyric first. And then the music. A lot of people ask, you know, where do my songwriting material comes from? And it's very simple. It comes from driving down the road. Like I'll be driving down the highway and I would see something that I've never seen before. Or either it could be a quote from a billboard or an actual event that happened or a scene or a scene that's never been seen. And that gives me an idea. And and also about 85% of the, of the songs that I write have to do with part of my life. And hopefully that there are some people that can relate. And just, and also I like to tell people that like in this song, you're not the, you're not the only one who has dealt with this situation or have been, or 
have done this before. You know, you're 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 looking at one. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Definitely, which makes it unique because that makes it more from the soul. And, exactly. And it's like I think they're talking about Swift and how she writes a lot about her ex-boyfriends and stuff like that and it's like well that's about that relationship and how it affected her i mean yeah it can deal with something but i guess when it's not really like the old country where it's part of your soul and they really dug down deep and i think that you do that with some of your music but uh go ahead I said exactly. I mean, you're actually right. It could, you know, come from the soul. With you know, the song. You know, I'm not. You know, criticizing. You know, today's country music is all fine and good. You know, but a whole bunch of songs that talk about you know, like big up trucks and honky tonks is all. It's all fine and dandy, man. Don't get me wrong. It's all good. But um, it kind of in, in my person now in my opinion they kind of missing the the heart and soul of uh, of the music and i was going up listening to you know your straight johnny cash willie waylon uh George jones you know from the giants of country music because they all each and every one of them has helped me out and uh, years ago, Tracy Lawrence told me this years ago. I opened up for him in Yorktown, Texas. He told me, if you're doing this for the money, go find something else to do. And he, he was right. That's a, definitely an interesting aspect because it's more, like I said, you're dealing that out with your heart and soul, but you're doing it more for the people. I guess, and that's a lot of, I guess, a lot of the actors and actresses, they go to meet their fans for the comic cons, and you do the shows for the people who enjoy the music. Would you Absolutely. relate to that? or? That's a, and they all, and when people come to my show, they come for, they come to have time, listen to some good music, and cut the dance floor. <laughs> I actually saw one of your videos where you were singing one of George Strait's songs. And there was a lot of dancing there, I have to say that. And that was just one of your <laughs> recent ones. But it looks like you, you do done. more. Yep. It looks like you do a lot more for the entertainment than you do, like you said, for the money. It's more of the enjoyment. Now, yeah, I'll, I'll where, where are you going to be playing next? And do you have shows set up through next year already? Or is it just, do you go month by month? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Do you, where can people go and see you next? And are they, do you have tours already set for 2022 or places to play for 2022 or you go month by month?
Um, I think, but just about uh, when I do a show, I do both originals and covers. So that way it gives the audience a little bit of both. Of It gives me to show them I can do more than just cover songs. That I can write my, mm. I can do my own material. And like I do one of my songs and then I throw a George Strait song and then I go back to my original and I throw a, a Brooks and Dunn song. You know, songs that people know that they're comfortable and they can, they love to dance to. So you do a lot of that boot scooting boogie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've done that song many, many times. And it, both that song and Copperhead Road, they, they'll they line up on that dance floor. I, I can imagine. Now, going with that, where Where's your next show going to be, and when are your next shows going to be, and can you tell us where they're going to be? Well, tomorrow tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, the, um, as down the road from me, there's a restaurant slash dance hall in Delhi. It's called the 5R. And me and, my, me and the boy are going to be there at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, and Saturday We'll be in Weimar, Texas, over at the Whistling Duck Winery. And for people who love country music and love a, a good glass of wine, well, you're in the right place. <laughs> uh, I know a, I know a place right down the road that you need to go to called Lone Star Brewery in Conroe. <laughs> Now, now they owe me for that one. And I, I just had nice for y'all. <laughs> Lone Star Brewery. I'll have to look at that up. Uh, definitely. And of course I do know, um, man, all these places I mentioned, they, they should pay me for advertising them. Of course there's dosy does in the woodlands. <laughs> oh, Lordy. And, um, and I played at a lot of breweries too. Like I play at a house on brewery over, over in Columbus. You know where Columbus is, right? Oh yeah, quite well. I actually, back in the day, used to manage that pizza hut down there. And I say back oh, yeah. in the day, I'm talking 95, 96. <laughs> it, it's been a while since I've been there. Well, that Pizza Hut, it has moved from where it used to be, and now they moved it across the street. Across the street? That used to be a hotel, if I'm correct. Uh, yeah. I think it's still. See, like I said, it's been a while since I've been that way. But uh, Quite a while. They opened up a new brewery there a year ago days ago well, actually it was last week they celebrated their one year anniversary because they opened last year and it's called hound song brewery and i i played there a couple a few times it's also a good place if you love good beer and you like country music then that's the place right there in hound song brewery h-o-u-n-d song nice now 
I, I swear I'm going to have to start an advertisement company here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. But yeah, uh, we had Leroy Osri. I hope I said his last name right. To say people can tell when your heart is in what you do. Yeah, they can quite well. I don't know if you saw that or not. Oh, here we go. Turn it. <laughs> You're sideways on us now. There you go. But. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to. It's like. We talked about the music. Did you take lessons for like piano or anything like that? Or did you just, did you just go start doing it? Well, I started playing guitar back when I was in college, back in um, back in 2009, 2010. Um, I didn't do a lot in college. Just went to class, had lunch, go to my other classes, go to the gym, work out a little bit, and then go to my room and go to sleep and do it all over again. <laughs> and didn't go out a lot, didn't go to frat parties or what have you, and... I was down in uh, South Texas in a small town called Uvalde, which is around mm -hmm. San Antonio area. And one day I was sitting in my door on this old guitar that was sitting in the corner of my dorm that I bought from a good friend of mine, uh, Don George is his name, that, uh, that I bought from him from the Delhi Baptist Church. And I said, so Nathan, you, you said you want to learn how to play the guitar. Well, you ain't doing nothing. So I like, guitar on YouTube, typed in how to play this song in a two-week layer. Two songs. In other words, I will sell it. Oh, wow. Now, I know it could be me, but one of us is breaking up a little here. So... People, feel free to ask questions. I mean, that's what we're here for. Talk. And let us know which one's breaking up, because I know my internet's showing only one bar right now, so it could be me pretty badly. <laughs> which I hope it's not. But with all that, <laughs> after college, when did you start doing your performances on big stage, would you say? Oh, did you catch that? I'm sorry. Would you repeat that question again? I kind of, kind of broke. Yeah, it's, it could be me. When would you say that you started doing your performances in front of the stages? There you go. What was your first gig you got paid for? Oh. Did you catch that one? Okay, one of us is breaking up here. Is it me? I hope not. Let me find out real quick. 
Okay. Let's see here. Let me go in here, do a little adjustment. I don't know if it's the uh, the internet or because uh, no, I do apologize. I couldn't, I couldn't get, I couldn't get that question that uh that you got. It it was cutting out. Okay, yeah, we're we're both breaking up, so it's both of us actually. <laughs> Go figure. What was the first gig you got paid for? The first, uh, the first gig, you said. Yeah, yeah, that was the question. Okay. The first gig that I had that I was in, um, it was at a small pizza joint, about eight miles away from here, um, in a small town called McMahon. And a friend of mine uh, found me doing karaoke at a bar in um, in Lockhart called Cedar Hall. And he pulled me off the side. He said, um, I got a friend who's got a band and they're looking for a lead singer. Are you interested? And I said, absolutely. I've always wanted to play in a band. And so... I was introduced to this group. We kicked it off. And then the first gig that I had, like I said, it was at Wizardville Hall. It's in Matt Mann. And that was, oh Lord, about 10, 11 years ago. Thanks. And you've been going since, or? And I have not. And I've not stopped ever since. <laughs> now, are you only scheduled for this month or do you have stuff scheduled for next year also? Show-wise. What was that? Do you have stuff scheduled only for this month, or do you have stuff scheduled for next year already? Well, I oh, play heaven. just about, well, I play on the weekends, and during the week, I have my other job, which is either, you know, working in, out on the ranch or working down South Texas in an oil field, doing nothing but welding, you're burning lights. And just about anything that I can do, but mostly it's all welding during the week because I'm a fourth generation welder. My dad, he's a welder. My papa, he was a welder and my great grandfather was a welder. So I guess you could say it runs in the. And um, definitely. So that's what I do, you know, I weld during the week and. On the weekends, you know, Friday through Sunday, I'm on the road playing music. Nice. And then are you scheduled for next year? Yes, sir. I am scheduled for next year. I got I got I got some I got some gigs coming up next year for the new year and I got some uh 
secret projects that I'll be that I'm working on. So both the uh, new material, new songs, and and also a lot of things that that I'm cross my fingers that they will all do good. Yeah. You you got my attention at secret projects, but I know, I know. <laughs> now one of the things that I have to say is we met you at the Renfest through CJ, who's, like I said, on vacation. Now, can you tell us about a little bit of your experience there? Because I think your costume that you had this year was great, but we talked beforehand about costumes beforehand. <laughs> uh, that was the time I went to a Renaissance fair. It wasn't the Texas Renaissance Fair over in, um, around, uh, I think it was Plantersville, Magnolia, around Magnolia. Uh, it was actually in Sherwood, either in the Austin area called Sherwood Forest Fair. And to go back, I used to do theater, did community theater for 10 years, from 99, 1999, all the way to 2009. And a good friend of mine who I used to uh, act with in the theater told me that he was working at a Ren Fair called Cheryl Forest Fair. And I've never been to one. And, and I was like, well, okay, I'll go check it out. So I walk in wearing the you know, regular t-shirt, cowboy boots, and jeans, and what have you. And as soon as I walked that door, I felt like a uh, a fish on a fish hook, <laughs> and I was like, I hooked in because you know I used to want you know that that kid you know fishing all to binary and adventure, either be pirates or knights in shining armor and what have you, and I was sucked by it, and so. Ten years later, I'm still going to them. And during that ten years, I've seen a whole bunch of people as pirates. And I said to myself, "Well, I guess pirates are really pot are really popular here in Texas, so I'll join in." And that's how it all got started. <laughs> kind of like they say, the you know, never go back. Yeah, this is true. I know because I'm, I've been classified as a Viking pirate. I have the scimitar sword <laughs> and the, the leather head pieces, and it's like, oh lordy. <laughs> but I, I have to say, those they're they're fun to go to. If you've never been to one, you definitely need to try one. And I think Sherwood's the next one coming up. I think they're March, April. I'm trying to think. They're either Mar March or April. They could start in February. Um, I don't the know. The Sherwood is. It, the Sherwood is from March to April. Okay. And um. The, and the Texas Run is from October to November. And if any of y'all have not been to a Renaissance festival, I recommend it because, to me. 
it is a more than just going to a renaissance you know just to drink beer or what have you it's is an escape from reality as i told cj uh on the interview is an escape from reality you know you can go there and all tension all stress from the outside world and you can be whatever you want to be and there has been countless years I've seen people walking around in amazing, amazing <laughs> cosplay, this, you know, garb, beautiful costumes, and just fine craftsmanship that these people do. And it's just amazing. So once again, if you have not been to a Renaissance Festival, tell them that we sent you. Yes, definitely. And trust me, you will not regret it. You will enjoy it. And it is a, it is an escape from reality. And seeing the costumes and talking to the people, it's just wonderful. And I think that's met Phil at Texas Renfest. I've known him for years. We I don't think we've known each other personally, but we've I used to work there years ago, so I've known him for a while, just not personally. <laughs> and he he's an enjoyable person. Yeah. I had a lot of people come up to me and say, do you work here? And I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> just visiting. Yeah, I actually sold a couple of my books here yeah. a couple of years ago. I did have one guy come up to me uh it was back at Sherwood, uh, I think it was about four or five years ago. He came up to me and he said that I love your, you know, your, your, your garb. I love the look. You should come and work, you know, in the entertainment business. You know, you should come work here in the weekends. And I said, well, you know, I really do appreciate it, but I'm already taken because I'm singing on the road every weekend and and the guy said uh okay well what's your name and i told him my name and we've been friends ever since and that guy's name is zane baker so zane if you good on you mate. definitely and everyone like i said this is it's been a rough night and i don't know i'm pretty sure i'm having connection issues we've had trucks going through the neighborhood because they're building a new subdivision and i'm sure they're they're getting on the cbs and it's probably killing me right now which i hate to say and hopefully not too much longer because this has been going on for three to four years now but lately they've just been heavily going through and it's like don't need another subdivision out here this Areas getting too big now. I, I like the little country areas. <laughs> yeah. any, any suggestions, people? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got big subdivision, you know, big subdivisions here where I'm from. There, the nearest na the our our neighbor is about a mile away. Now that's what I would like. <laughs> but, 
I mean, the main road, I mean, within the last 20 years, it used to be like a little two-lane highway. Now it's five lanes. It's basically, if you've ever been to Houston and you go down 1960, that's basically what this road's becoming, 1960. And it's just becoming a nightmare. Oh, man. It is. I've last very few times I go to Houston and... When I go to Houston, I play at the uh, uh, the two cook for the rodeo. Mm-hmm. There in um, right in front of the years ago, it used to be in the Reliance Arena or the Reliance Stadium. Now mm-hmm. I think it's called the NRG Stadium. Yeah. And yep. That's about, and of course. Um, I've been going to Houston before I even started playing. I used to do livestock shows. I did county livestock shows and major livestock shows. And I always, I always show at Houston, been doing that for 10 years or yeah, about 10 years. Boy, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It can be, but like I said, I have to apologize for the internet connection. And due to that, I'm probably going to cut the show probably now. That way it doesn't get any worse because, like I said, I can he- I can actually hear the trucks going by with my Princess Leia headphone set on. <laughs> and, yes, I call it my Princess Leia because it looks like two big buns right here. But, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the show. And his website is actually on our page. Go check them out. Go listen to them, especially if you like old country. I mean, first time I listened, he won me over. So I would definitely do that. Anyone, play everybody. What's that? One of us has broken up here. It's starting to break up a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, everyone, we will catch you on Tuesday. And I hope you enjoyed the show. And we will definitely be bringing Nathan back for a better show. But as for now, we'll talk to you all on Tuesday. Adio, everyone.